today is Sunday, September 6th, 2020. We're joined today by Xander Kandilis, younger how, brother how we of doing? host Spencer Kandilis. <laughs> I'm Tori Rest. Welcome to the show. Cheer us. What's that? Alrighty. I said future us. Oh, hello, future us. Hello, future Tori. I guess I'd Hope be you're doing well. Present us. I hope you're doing better than I'm doing right now. Alrighty, uh, I guess do you have any topics you want to start off with, Tori? Um, I mean, none of them were really any better than the others. A lot of what I came up with to talk to Xander about is just college. But yeah. that's just because that's been a part of our lives for the past four years, yeah. and now it's his future, you know, four years. Right. Xander, if you could kind of speak about your um, your view of, like, the whole college process from, like, the first time that somebody mentioned, like, go to college, or if that was an option, or you decided to go to college throughout, you know, narrowing it down to visiting, to actually picking, and then actually you know, your first couple of weeks there? Um, so, like, I remember when, like, college was, like, first starting to get pushed on us by our high school teachers, and I didn't really have an idea of what I wanted to do, but, like, I, ha- I knew it, I wanted something to do with computers. So immediately I just looked up, okay, so, like, what degrees are good with computers? And, like, I saw, like, computer science, computer engineering, cybersecurity was coming up at the time. And I'm like, oh, MIT, that sounds like a cool place to go. So then, like, me being, like, the seventh grader, I don't know how old I was, I was hell-bent on getting into MIT. But little did I know, like, how purely difficult it is, especially now, to get in there. Yeah, I actually had almost an identical experience with that where, like, ninth grade came, and they were like, all right, where do you want to go to school? And I was always like, you know, I thought I was pretty smart. I didn't realize I wasn't that smart compared to everybody else in the in the country. Um, so I was like, oh, I want to go to UPenn. Like, that's, that's going to be my goal. I was like, that's what I'm planning for. And that was ninth grade. I remember I had a meeting with the guidance counselor. I was like, that's where I want to go. And then... <laughs> reality struck <laughs> yeah i remember meeting with mrs anderson and telling her i wanted to go to mit and she's like oh okay like yeah she like, was really great because she did the same exact thing she was like all right you know like you're gonna have to work really mm-hmm. hard to get that yeah. you're gonna have mm-hmm. to do this and that and take ap's and i was like she didn't just throw me uh, exactly she wasn't like out. yeah she, no you're not getting in yeah she she actually told me like if you put in the work you can get in there it's going to be extremely difficult but you really have to put yourself out there and like extracurriculars and stuff like that and that's when I was like, okay, Spencer, Nathan, we're a part of FBLA. Like, I might as well start getting involved there. I got involved with fans. Uh, I was trying to get into, like, student council, but I never really got into that. So it was just pretty much just, um, yeah, FBLA. And that's where I spent most of my time with my extracurriculars. And let's see. Um, I think a lot of college, like, has to do with perspective. I think the moment... The moment I stepped into the high school, probably, like, a few weeks afterwards, I realized, like, hey, like, MIT probably isn't going to happen. And it was more of, like, perspective in the way that, 
like it's okay to go to Monco. It's okay to go to Penn State. It doesn't really matter where you go. It, it offers the same thing. You're still getting educated, and uh, I think that was a big part of me, like realizing, like, hey, it's all right. Like you don't need to go to the best college to get the best education. Mm-hmm. And also, I think part of that is to like when you're in high school and you set like a if you set like a goal of going to like an Ivy League or MIT or something like that, like you just are committing the next four years to that goal. But like you want to still have fun while you're in high school and not just like try so hard at doing something like that. So it's like part of like finding the balance between what you want to do and then getting where you want to be. Yeah, in the beginning, I definitely had my eyes set on MIT, and I I acted like I wanted to go there because I thought I thought it would be smart to be like, oh, even if I don't get in there, if I put in at least most of the work, then I'll I'll get into the colleges that I want to get into, whether it be MIT or not. And uh, even though when I did end up like applying to college, I only applied to like three or so colleges, but um. Let's see, what would be the next logical step? Uh, I actually have a question for both of you guys. So my perspective of, like, I feel like if I really, really tried, I could have gone maybe not to an Ivy League, but, you know, definitely a top-tier school. Um, But I just simply, like, didn't care about high school. I didn't really try too hard. I wasn't willing to put in the work and learn. Like, when I was, you know, committed to things, I would definitely commit to them. But I remember, like, you know, never really studying for tests and stuff like that. And there was all these people that did do that and ended up going to the same place that I did. You know what I mean? So if, like, I guess you could go back, would you work harder, work less? Because personally, I think I definitely could have worked harder, but I also could have slacked off more. And I feel like I would have ended up in the same place if I had done anything. So me being lazy, I think I would have done way less. <laughs> yeah, I think I would agree. I mean, I had like my heart set on Penn State from like seventh grade on, but like I still tried hard just because like I couldn't let myself slack, you know, like in high school, it was very hard for me to just let myself get a C. You know, like in college, I learned that that was like, okay, in school, did it wasn't like my number one priority as much, but in high school, it kind of was. So I think if I could go back, I would have like, enjoyed extracurriculars and sports and friends much more than studying for tests and trying to get an A because like you said I could have done so much less and ended up in the same place yeah like definitely along that regard like um I feel I feel I definitely could have put in more work but uh I definitely also could have put in less work and I think I found like a perfect medium where I was you know I was still able to enjoy myself with my friends and enjoy my high school experience be able to you know like go to states and not have to worry for fbla and not have to worry about like the a plethora of schoolwork when i get back uh yeah it's just like i definitely could have done more but you know just like spencer said people who have done less than me still would have gotten a penn state so i think once i realized that where I wanted to go, I kind of just like backed off and was like, hey, like, it's not like a lower standard, but you don't need to do as much to get to where you want to go. So that's where I was like, hey, why, why put in the work if I don't need to? Yeah, totally. Um, I, I, I like, 
like kind of what you said there, which was like you found a, a good middle ground. I, I, I didn't realize it, but like I definitely feel like I got, you know, involved with lots of different friends and extracurriculars as well as school. Like I remember going in early sometimes to get a little bit of like tutoring or staying after school, whatever, um, when I needed to. And I remember like senior year, I had almost completely checked out from like the day that I committed, which was like sometime in January or February. Um, and then once APs rolled around, I, I have no idea how, but like, they told me like, oh, you can get college credit. And I just like flicked the switch. Like I remember studying for like four hours straight, like for weeks, um, just really like pounded it in. Like I didn't hang out with friends when I could have, because I wanted to study. Cause I like, I knew how important it was. So I'm really like, I don't know. I've kind of prided myself on the balance that I found and I'd love to share that with so many other people because it seems like they struggle with it and I like like I found a really great balance yeah well going off of that like do you both think that having an older sibling helped you to like observe them and then try to find that balance based on what they did because I think if I had like an older mentor I would have you know had an easier time finding a balance in high school and figuring yeah out I definitely important. like to hear that can kind of go into our next thing um yeah obviously circle back but um I definitely like to hear Xander's your perspective on kind of like growing up like just as she said like I, I guess I can talk a little bit about that um so I was a middle child obviously uh and Nathan was like just a year older than me and I had a lot of friends through Nathan or through you know track cross country other extracurriculars that were grades above me and I was always somebody that valued everyone's opinion and tried to get as many as I could before I made a decision. So I, there were some things I directly took from him or from like his misery that I learned from and I made an adjustment. Like for example, I went from honors math in ninth grade to academic in 10th to, or sorry, I went honors 9th, honors 10th, academic 11th, and then AP in 12th. And I think I was like the only person in the whole grade to do that just because it was like easier. I could have definitely handled honors and gotten a B like I did with the other two. Um, but I just didn't want to because the teachers were, you know, bad or whatever. And I had learned that directly from Nathan because he was, you know, staying after class every day and I heard all the misery that they were going through. But I had also heard that from other people. Um, so I don't, I don't know if it was directly because of him. Um, and me and him had a lot of different or similar interests. So like, it just kind of worked. Like I had always known that I wanted to take stat and econ and then it just kind of happened that I like took the same stuff as him. What do you think, Xander? Um, I don't, I don't think it was more like, like work ethic, like how Tori said. I think it was definitely more like how you were saying, like what, ch what classes to take and, um, uh, it, like definitely correlated in the beginning like I was like oh like what electives did you guys take and I think it I think it kind of culminated like my uh, junior senior year because that's when like you get the senior APs you get econ and stat and then it was also um, honors calc or uh, academic calc and it was also like pre-calc too I asked Nathan I'm like he's like yeah I took honors and like that's the class I didn't do too well and I'm like okay take academic pre-calc and then I also took academic calc, and then I took AP stat and academic calc in uh, senior year. And I think it was uh, it was a good mix. I think uh, I definitely do not regret 
taking calc as I'm taking calc right now. So you know, I'm happy with the the path I took, and I definitely wouldn't be here without both of you to uh, help me choose what to. Yeah, I feel like no matter what, like you're on your own journey. Like regardless, mm -hmm. like you can get mm -hmm. like some advice and everything, but it's gonna be different no matter what. You know, like if I tell you do this, do this, do this, and you do it exactly that way, it's still gonna be different. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. it's pretty interesting. Like, you know, you're still gonna have different teachers at different times and um, different classmates. You know, because like one or two friends in a class can completely change the dynamic of it, and you know, you have oh, people yeah. to study mm -hmm. with, and um, you know, even in college, that's true. Um, so like, yeah. I think that like I think people overcredit like like Tori. I'm I'm trying to talk to you here. I don't <laughs> think that it's that as big of a deal as you'd think. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, and I mean, it definitely helped a lot and made a lot of things a lot easier. But like, everything has its ups and downs. You know? Well, yeah, and also it, like, sorry, Xander. What what you were saying, Spencer, is like it wasn't even necessarily like all from Nathan. Like it was just from friends that you had too that were older and like. I didn't even have the older friends, you know, all my friends were in my grade and I just kind of followed what they were going to do, but they didn't know either. Um, so it took me until like senior year to like realize that I don't have to follow them. But also like all three of you followed like a similar high school path, just kind of rare. Like you took the same APs, right? And then you did the same things with like Calc. Like I had all this experience and then like my sister did a completely different path. So like it really, everyone has a different experience. Yeah, I think it, it just kind of worked out that, like, all three of us are pretty similar. Like, we're definitely, like, on the smarter end and definitely, like, hard work. Interested in the same subjects. Yeah, and definitely, like, like we're, we're all interested in FBLA. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you can kind of find out. Like, I tried so many different things in high school and college, and I just kind of found my footing, like, however it went. And it just worked out that it was, like, similar, you know? Yeah. Um, How about, like, younger than that? Like, I... I interested to hear both of your perspectives of what it was like if, if you could just kind of like you know talk a little bit about you know what what you think that your life was different as you know an older the oldest and the youngest child that like the perspective that I feel like I might not have had as the middle yeah I mean Spencer you and I talked about this a little bit but I guess we'll put it on the record like I think a lot of it was just growing up, it was hard for both of our parents to make everything fair. You know, like my sister got everything at a younger age than I did. And it was, she always was like, she could do no wrong. <laughs> That's how it was. So, and I mean, we were only had like an oldest and a youngest. So it's interesting to hear like a middle child's perspective, child's perspective too. But I just felt like I had to work so much harder for anything that I wanted than she did. Like if I wanted a phone, I literally in fifth grade, I wanted a phone and we had to write a like essay for that class. We had to write a persuasive essay. And I wrote mine about why my parents should get me a phone. But Michaela never had to do anything like that. She just got it like at the same age that I did even earlier. So that's what I think it mostly was when I was younger. Um. Yeah, you know, honestly, I feel like Spencer and Nathan would have a lot to say, like, talking shit about me being the youngest, <laughs> but, I mean, like, I, I don't, I'm not really <laughs> too sure, I mean, I know, I know that you, both of, both of them were very pissed when I got a phone, 
but that was I mean that was just like circumstance mom forgot to pick me up from camp like twice in a row and had to take my uh Mr. Jackson's phone and I had to call him and be like hey can, hey mom can you get me you forgot to get me again and then that's that's how I got my first phone but I mean like I don't know in terms of like being the youngest what's different between the two because that's all I knew was like how mom and dad treated me I wasn't around for well I mean I guess I was around for when they treated you guys but I mean I did I did feel like I definitely got the easier end of um, a lot of things because I was the youngest but I think um, I mean you guys were always seen as more like responsible I guess I don't know how to say it because I know you're older but I mean like you're just always seen as the more wiser I feel like than I yeah I I always saw like looking back I I don't think you deserve as much blame as you got because like if I was just in that situation then I'd be like oh you're gonna give me a phone I'll take it like you know what I mean? Like, I would have taken yeah. anything that they gave me. I think the blame goes on them. Um, and I, it's, it's it's also a lot to do with society. Like, uh, as each year goes on, phones get cheaper and they become more mainstream and technology becomes more advanced. And, yeah, I don't know uh, why we're specifically speaking to phones. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just the first thing that comes to mind when I think of, like, yeah, child no, It was a big thing during our childhood, yeah. I was more, like looking for like your perspective of what it was like growing up like do you think that you had to sacrifice certain things that we got because you were younger or vice versa like do you think that like i don't know just like as i i noticed being like a younger child like there were some things that nathan definitely had to fight for that i just got at that age and i realized that really early and i remember when i was in like seventh grade i like i like was talking to him and I was like dude you gotta fight for this because you're gonna set the precedent for us like mm -hmm. you have like if it's not important to you and it is important to me I'm getting screwed over because you didn't want it or you didn't fight for it and I never realized like how much that our differences and our personalities kind of played into that because you know like certain like all three of us are different and to use the phone example again like it is just different circumstances and like it might be less important or more important to one or the three of us you know um mm -hmm. if it and it, it, there should be a balance and it should be dynamic like i don't think that everything should be written in stone like as soon as you finish seventh grade you can get a phone you know what i mean yeah 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 like i got a bunch of flack from nathan because i made the um, baseball team in seventh grade and nathan got it the summer between seventh and eighth grade and i got it in the spring of seventh grade so like three months earlier and that was like this crappy refurbished like five dollar phone from t-mobile's website i remember looking at it and i was like yeah i'll take that one and it was like a little flip phone or whatever and all i needed it was to call my parents when and we were done practice or whatever just like you did right and mm -hmm. you know like i remember nathan was like yelling at us and i'm like what like what do you want me to do like we don't we're not done at the same time so like the, the alternative was have my parents come in like a 40 and wait 45 minutes for us to show up you know and it's well part of that is also when you're 
12 or 13 years old, you don't think about it from that perspective. You just see it as being unfair. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I was definitely at fault for a lot of that stuff. Is like, because you don't really, my parents, like even to this day, don't do great at sharing the whole story and, and telling it. Like if I had, I didn't even know, you know, the circumstances of why Xander got a phone. I just knew that he had a nice phone, like right off the bat. I think another part of this that I know Michaela brought up a lot was like just to change from the phone topic to something else is the older child is like setting the standards whereas the youngest child then has to live up to that standard like Michaela would always complain about how I did so well in school and then she looked dumb if she didn't do as well in school and that's just like I mean, not really the case, but as the youngest child, you do think, like when you're younger especially, I feel like you do think that you have to live up to whatever the oldest child did, or older siblings did. Like, Xander, did you feel like that at all? Like, that you had to live up to how well Nathan and Spencer did? Um, I mean, I definitely felt, like, the pressure from myself personally, but I don't think there was any, like, external pressure from my mom and dad to perform well. I think they were understanding enough that, like, even if I did poorly, they would just be, like, they would look at it as, like, not that, like, I'm, well, obviously that I'm doing worse than Spencer and Nathan, but, like, not that, like, I'm dumb or something. Like, they would sit down with me and say, like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, why is this happening? How can we help you? You know, versus, like, just, like, bashing me because I'm not doing as good as Spencer or Nathan. Yeah, there's, like, so much that I realize. Can you guys hear me okay? Because my... Yeah. It says that my microphone is, like, constantly on. Whatever. Yeah, it's the same thing for me. Oh. um. Yeah, so that's, like, that's the biggest piece of advice that I'd want to give myself in the future is, like... People, like, everybody's different, no matter what. Like, everybody, like, you... I almost want to pretend like everyone is their own child, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it would have been such a better experience if I didn't... If I wasn't constantly compared to Nathan. I mean, I did compare him, myself to him a lot, just because I was, like, <laughs> better in a lot of ways. Um, but I was also worse in different ways, you know? Um, so, like, I feel like so much as a kid growing up is, like compared to your siblings and like you have three different lives and like three different people that you need to spend like time with and three different people that have different interests you know um i definitely wish that it was more uh like independent like yeah you can be a unit like as a family but like you need time like alone with just your mom or mm -hmm. just your dad you know and or even like just your brothers um and also just by yourself so like i definitely would want like, i definitely don't want to forget like how i felt growing up and like how i felt like everything was like unfair or whatever like like what if, if you're fighting for something as a kid like there's a reason that you're fighting for it and that you want it you know like if you drop it after a week then whatever but if you're consistently like i want this like you know, like, and this is why, and they make a good argument, and there's a good reason, then, like, what's the, like, why does it matter, unless you're, like, financially struggling, or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All right, 
Um, Tori, did you have anything you wanted to share about being like the oldest, the perspective of that? Because I definitely couldn't imagine going through everything. Like that was one of my biggest fears in uh, in life was hopping into something that was like brand new. Like even in high in college, like going to a club meeting for the first time, I was like nervous mm-hmm. as can be and didn't know like what was gonna happen. And you know what I mean? I yeah, feel like living yeah. your whole life doing that, like yeah. takes like a special type of person. <laughs> I mean it like you just kind of have to do it though like especially like, like did you once get you... used to it did like when you got yeah older, that's like, what I was... did you jump into everything yeah that's what i was just gonna say like growing up like through high school and college it just became like natural to feel uncomfortable in those situations but know that like i have to do it and it's just gonna get better like if you just jump in it's gonna feel awful at first but then like after a week you know everyone's gonna know each other and everything's gonna be fine like, and it's not as bad as you think, but especially younger, it was really hard to do that. Like I said, um, I told you, Spencer, like in sixth grade, I, we got our teams and all of my friends from elementary school were on different teams. And like, I went into the first day of sixth grade in a brand new school with nobody that I knew in any of my classes. And I just sat there alone and I was so upset. And then like, that's when I met the nerds and they all approached me, but like, then I could tell Michaela, hey, like, even though you don't know anyone, like, it's fine. You'll meet people in your classes. Like, even if you don't talk to anyone on the first day, like, there will be 29 other people in your class that, like, you'll probably talk to some of them, you know, like, you're not going to feel alone. So being younger was hard to, like, have that mindset, <laughs> I guess. Um, but I guess, yeah, you just get more used to, like, jumping into it and having to deal with it. Um I don't know where else I wanted to go with that, though. <laughs> that was good. I, for, I, I, there was I, something else I wanted to say, but I forget. Like, I feel like the three of our personalities... I, honestly, I feel like I was the worst at my position between Nathan, me, and Xander. Like, Xander was kind of just always, like, the go with the flow, like, you know, do whatever. Like, he was never really got angry at things. And Nathan was, like super even now he's like super patient and like that person that does stuff first and i guess like i don't know if that's um his personality and that just happened to work with being the oldest child or he like adapted to it well but i I feel like like i hated being in the middle like it was like the absolute worst like i felt like everything was unfair and i felt like you know i was always getting the short end of the stick so like one way or the other you know um yeah i don't think that's you though i feel like every middle child you hear of yeah, I feel like, like middle that. is definitely the most hard child spot to be in because you have to deal with the oldest who's, like, older than you and, like, setting, like you said, setting the precedent. So you have to not, like, live up, but you have to do what he did to get what he wants. And then on the other side, you have the youngest who always is getting whatever he wants a lot earlier than you did. And you have to, like, deal with him seemingly like the most favorite child almost. It's definitely a difficult position to be in. Yeah, I feel like it's partially, like, my personality, too, is, like, I don't think that I've ever, for more than, like, you know, a few months at a time, been, like, not gotten, like, been okay with everything that's happened, like, from, like, a kid. Like, even as as a kid, like, I've always gotten into fights with everybody, whether it be you or Nathan or our parents or whatever. And I don't know if I just, like, have higher standards or whatever, but... Um, or if that's my personality, or if that's just being from the middle child, but it's interesting to think about that. Well, I think that the feeling of, like, 
feeling like you always get the short end of the stick or whatever is just everyone's view as a middle child, but your personality is to, like, fight for what's right and what you want, whereas other people, like, I know myself, will just take it how it is and deal with it. Yeah, that's what I mean, is, like, I like I was not the right <laughs> personality yeah. for a middle child, which made, like, growing up pretty bad. Oh, mm-hmm. that... that, that kind of makes me think of another good question here is like what do you guys think about your childhood like would you go back and do it again if you could change um something what would you do um or are you like glad that you're that's in the past and you you know you're happy with where you are now or you're excited for the future like what what's your guys kind of uh, thought on that hmm. it's hard i feel like i had so many different stages of my childhood too like gymnastics Tori was a completely different person than post-gymnastics Tori and uh, it's it seems so stupid but like 13 like when I was 13 was when all that happened and I broke my hand and had to quit gymnastics or whatever like I was 13 years old and it was like the biggest crisis of my life but it like genuinely changed the course of my childhood you know like having to go through that because like I always say gymnastics was all I knew and it genuinely was and I had to change all of my interests find a whole new group of friends and at the age of 13 that's like very daunting (laughs) um so I don't think I would change it because it did teach me a lot and honestly I wrote about it on like all of my college essays and stuff too um just like having to go through that at a young age um it sounds so stupid because people go through so much worse but it was hard (laughs) um so I don't think I would change it. It did. It parts of it did suck, but I enjoyed. If tomorrow my morning overall. you could wake up and you were five, would you do it? Would I relive it? Yeah. Would you go through it all again? Probably not. No. <laughs> well, what's my other option? <laughs> just continue life. Yeah, I just continue life. I'm glad it's in the past, but I wouldn't like redo but it. But it's not something that you would. Yeah, gotcha. How about you? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, yeah, being a child is great because you're innocent, you're ignorant. Like, you don't know what's going on. You're just, you kind of just have a good time. You go with the flow. But I mean, at the same time, like, like it's not, it's not, uh, like, there's not enough sustenance. Like, I, I know as when you're a child like obviously I wouldn't have the memories that I had now but I mean just I feel like purely from just like being who I am versus who I was back then I would much rather be who I am now yeah I would love to relive certain memories but waking up and being five again and having to just relearn all everything after I just finished high school and go back into the uh you know pre-college education system and just like pushing myself through that again i just i i don't i don't want to do that again (laughs) i think definitely later down the line when i'm older i would most definitely wake up when i'm i'd be five but i think as of right now where i am i'm definitely happy i'm content with where i am yeah i feel that i i think i agree totally like i would love to go relive some days but like as a whole i was not <laughs> very happy like under the age of you know 18 or whatever 
if you could relive elementary school, middle school, or high school, what would you choose to go back to? High school, 100%. I think that's kind of where you realize who you are a lot more than in middle school and elementary school. And like you also make a much more deeper connection, not only with your friends, but also your peers and your teachers around you whether it be your teachers or your coaches. I mean, I feel like it's just, it's a lot more is ingrained on a much more deeper level than middle school or elementary school. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that's the exact thing that I want to like get away from, which is why I would pick elementary school. Because um, like everything now has just gotten so much more complicated. And I think it's just like, Partially, it's like the political climate currently and also just, you know, general people. Like, as you get older, you realize, like, adults are just large children, you know? Like, they don't have mm-hmm. it all figured out like you thought. Um, so I think, like, elementary school, I, I remember, like, what was going through my head. Like, it was just, like, I went to school. I, you know, did everything. I had lunch with my friend. It was, like, the biggest problem was, like, where am I going to sit today? Like, what are we going to play for recess? There like was a little bit of drama, but not like nothing that was realistic. It was just like, oh my god, I accidentally hit you too hard with a tennis ball and wall ball. You know what I mean? And then I come home, you know, play sports outside, I whatever, and do like these easy worksheets for homework. And then at night, I'd have like baseball practice or whatever, and we'd eat dinner, and it was just like do the same thing. And on the weekends, we had had baseball games, so it was just like so simple. And I miss a time. I miss a time when it was like less complex, like. I just made a schedule of, of all these meetings I have for this week and I've got like five different things and like two different zoom calls. And I'm just like, I miss the days where it was just like play sports and hang out with friends. <laughs> and you know, you had one simple, easy worksheet that was like, what's four times four you're at 16. And then you were like done. And that was your, that was your homework. But now you're doing like derivatives and calculus <laughs> and all that crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's a really hard question just because like, elementary school was so simple and like everything was just fun like that is what you think like when you say the word childhood that's what I think of elementary school yeah I agree. and then like high school, school is just like a younger version of me right now like, yeah it's just like, like young said, adult like, you figure everything out like more and you become who you are going to be for the rest of your life but like you still have that like childish kind of view and that childish feeling so I'd rather like high school for me was like so dramatic and it was, mm-hmm. like, miserable to, like, live through that, you know? Mm-hmm. What would I you think? I don't know. I keep going back and forth. Definitely not middle school. Middle school is the most awkward stages. And I think everyone, like, goes through awkward stages sometime in middle school. And, like, so much drama that's just so unnecessary. Um, but, like, yeah, elementary school was just so fun. But high school, the beginning of high school was drama. But then for me, like, 11th and 12th grade, I found my group of friends there wasn't much drama within the nerds like at all and like I learned how to prioritize things so I think I would go back to high school even though the beginning of it was like kind of dramatic and like not the best like I found quote unquote found myself in high school so um I think I would pick high school because just the end of it was just more worth it to me Alrighty, um, I think we would be doing ourselves a disservice if we didn't talk about COVID. Oh, yeah. 
So I'd like to hear, uh, Xander, you talk about like your perspective of that throughout, like maybe start from when you like the first when you found out that you were going to go online for the rest of high school and then kind of just talk through what the summer was and like what you wished it was and how it was different. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe some things that me and Tori got to do that you didn't. Yeah, like um, what you missed out on. I, I remember, um, I think I heard about it first. We were doing like a little five minute current event thing with uh, Mr. Heppy. And he says, oh, like, there's a new virus, and, like, not nobody really knows about it. And, like, that's when, like, everybody was, like, freaking out that it was super deadly and all that. But, like, then people were saying, no, like, only, like, 3% of people died. And, like, it was just a bunch of misinformation, essentially. And Yeah, that uh, was back when we were comparing it to the flu, right? <laughs> yeah. And, um, I mean, honestly, like, after that, uh, everything went to shit. I mean, every day was just kind of, like, it got, like, worse and worse, and we're just like, hmm, like, oh, like, is, is like, being in school right now really the safest option, considering the fact that, like, we're probably one of the richest counties in Pennsylvania, and kids are traveling all over the world during spring break, and, um, I remember, I think, I think the worst thing about my senior year was that I like I was in school for like my last like senior day quote end quote for school but like I didn't know it was my last day so like I spent my last day in school senior year it was on calc and I had just finished taking a test and like they go on the announcements and they say like Oh, like we're having off for two weeks. Governor Wolf has mandated that all Montgomery County schools must close because we were the epicenter of coronavirus in Pennsylvania. And I was kind of like, well, shit. Like, like everybody was like, everybody was like, yeah, it sucked, but it would be like, yeah, we'd be back in two weeks. Like, not that much to worry about. And I'm like, yeah, thank God, because like I have I have stuff I want to do before I leave, and like. Just, like, being, like, that day, spending that day, knowing it was my last day, I wish I did a lot of things differently, but, I mean, like, it is what it is. Yeah, um, that That's a really interesting perspective, because, like, I mean, I never really thought about how important it was to do some of the things that you might not have had the chance to do. Like, I'm pretty nostalgic, which... um made it hard for me like the last week i remember like i was like walking through i was like this is my last ever monday in co in high school for, like, yeah i did this my thing. life and i was just like walking around like everything was like different you know it was just like so bizarre and i remember when i like put my pencil down for the last final i was like like the next test i'll take will be in college and it's like i've been working for this for like you know 18 years at this point it's just like so insane and that's, like, that was my biggest thing. It's not, like, I feel like it wasn't that important. But, like, if I didn't get to experience it, I might have the same perspective that you do. You know, like, just, like, I, I don't know why I thought of this. But, like, I remember, like, going through and getting all these teachers to sign my yearbook. And, like, we had a half day in the high school. And I remember I went to the middle school. And I had all these teachers sign my yearbook. And, like, that to me was, like, really important. And, you know, you probably didn't get the chance to do that, which sucks. 
Yeah, no, like, I didn't, <laughs> like, uh, in terms of, like, what I missed, um, like, I, I obviously didn't miss Sweek, which was nice, but, like, I missed, like, the senior class trip, I missed, like, you said, getting all of my yearbooks signed by all my teachers, like, that's something that I still would do today, was, like, open up all my old yearbooks and just remember the memories I had with my old teachers and just, like, you know, being nostalgic about that and just, like, having that taken away from you wasn't, I didn't like that at all. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, it it definitely could have been a lot worse. Like, I kind of think of it, I put myself in the perspective of people who are seniors now, like what they have to go through. We, at least we got half of our senior year. Their whole entire senior year is most likely going to be online. Like, I couldn't imagine that, not seeing my friends like that. Yeah. Like, you, you lived your last day of high school in, like, you know, March or whatever. Like, they lived it on that mm -hmm. same day as yeah. a junior, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, um, I mean, I remember quarantining for the first couple of weeks, and, like, everybody was freaking out. And I'm trying to think the first time I went out. I think it was, like, I think I went to Wentz and I played like basketball or something with my friends and like that's that's like when like it was kind of like like the whole entire culture of surrounding my friends changed and like just acting surrounding around people changed like nobody was giving each other handshakes anymore it was all like fist bumps or elbow bumps like yeah it was kind of like weird stuff like that that just like kind of like made you realize the gravity of the situation and like i think a lot of it had to do with like just like knowing like how dangerous it was that yeah even if i get infected i'll be all right but what about if i take that home to my mom and dad what at, they're much older their immune systems are much weaker than mine and just like knowing like that i was taking that risk i was kind of like oh wait like this isn't the smartest idea like i should probably just you know, stay quarantined. I mean, it's in the best interest of everybody. But I yeah, think, I, uh, I kind of had that same revelation, which I think, but like, I never really um went out or anything like that. It was more so like I just figured everything out, and I was like, always, I'm always like better safe than sorry. Obviously, um, I think the only thing it's really done is made me pissed off to see all these people like you know going to parties in the Fourth of July and. Yeah, Easter it's, it's dinners the and stuff, that ruin you know. It for everyone else. Exactly, because uh, it's like, yeah, like I've told Tori this. Ninety-nine percent of the population does everything that they need to do, but that's one percent still goes and parties, and it's still gonna get as bad as it is today. It's not gonna be as quickly, but it'll still get there. So, yeah, it's just definitely. like the whole idea of like a social contract. Like, you should be doing what's in the best interest of everybody and not yourself. Like. The first time I actually let go was, like, senior week, and I think that was kind of perfect in its timing, because it was the first week of June, and, like, yeah, there were a lot of people at the beach, yeah, there were a lot of people everywhere, but, like, it was just after everyone had, like, been quarantining for a while, and I think, like, we really got lucky. I, don't, I didn't hear of anyone getting infected from 
uh, Sweek at all. So I think, I mean, yeah, like, uh, it was selfish of me to go, but I mean, still, like, I, I had so much taken away from me. I just, I needed something to, you know, I needed closure to, uh, you know, say goodbye to everyone and see everybody for the last time. And, like, I, I still think about it now, and every day I miss it more and more. Like, just, like, seeing yeah. people, all my friends that are, you know, in different colleges and, like, being like, holy shit, like, I partied with them, like, all together. Like, I was at the beach with all them, like. It's, yeah, um, I think about that a lot, too. Like, th there's some things that I missed out on that, for whatever reason, whether, you know, I didn't want to go to something or there was too much drama and it's like oh i could have gone to this like i should have done this blah blah blah, blah. but like, obviously you didn't even have like the opportunity i'm really hoping that like when this is all over they'll try and you know give you guys a time to go get your yearbook signed and take pictures and do like a some type of graduation ceremony you know what i mean because mm -hmm. yeah. it's just like i don't know this sucks <laughs> and it's like awful like to see all these other countries that are just like almost living life back you know almost normal and there's just a bunch of like people that don't even think that like masks work and that this is real they like think that we're living in fear but in reality we just like care about our neighbors you know uh, yeah i mean i wish uh, everything has become so politicized now and uh, it's disgusting but i mean like it's a society we live in and uh, i would expect nothing less from america and <laughs> it's just i mean i love the country we live in but goddamn do i fucking hate this country like jesus christ like it, people get your so shit weird. together it's not that difficult like uh, to think about like how technologically advanced we are but like still like people are on the streets protesting being an anti-masker because i have man i can't breathe out of a mask like it's just like it's unfathomable to me how like ignorant some people are and how unwilling they are to change their opinions and admit that they're wrong and believe in what science is telling them but i mean like i guess that's life yeah and like that's like the i think the root of the reason that i chose elementary school over high school is like everything just became too real in high school like i had to you know like get a job and start making car insurance payments and stuff like i never had to worry about that stuff in elementary school like yeah as a result i got to drive and i got to go to the beach with my friends and i got to be alone and i got to go out you know and get meals and buy clothes or whatever so there is like definitely some good and some bad but like as of right now like i miss when i didn't know what politics were like i forgot who our president was you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. i, I like I, every single day, I'm reminded. I see the headline. You know what I mean? Like, an, some awful crap going on, and I really, <laughs> I miss those days where it was just like not something I had to worry about. You know, like being, I, it's like I, I'm artificially like pissed off every single day, and I'm hoping in the future we can return to that. Like I really pray that, you know, things will move back to the way that they were, and the country isn't so divided. Yeah, I remember, like, I used to think, like, I was so lucky to have been born here in this country versus somewhere else. And now I'm, like, would give anything to be in Europe, <laughs> you know? It's just so weird how we got to that. 
it's it's so bizarre when you like look back at like what were each of the things that like led to this you know like it's just crazy i like i honestly didn't think there were this many people that were that nuts and um, every day yeah. I, I open up a new headline and it's like oh this person had a wedding no mass or anything and now there's 56 people that are infected like wow <laughs> did you not <laughs> Did you not understand, like, there's a pandemic? Like, we, me and Tori just walked past the mall, and the whole parking lot was completely full. And we're like, do you really need to be going to the mall right now? Like, you're telling me that, like, 100 years ago, there were no malls. Did people just, like, die because of their <laughs> inability to go to a mall? Like, no. You know, like, pe there was a time when people didn't have electricity, and people didn't have cars. And you couldn't travel halfway across the country. Like, people lived in the same town and didn't leave that town for their whole life. And I get it, it's like a different time now, but like everything, it requires sacrifice. Like we are literally saving lives. Yeah. God, it just... if, if anything, now we should be hundreds of thousands times better than what we were back then. Like I remember seeing the pictures on Reddit of during a hundred years ago, the, I think it was the Spanish flu pandemic. And there's a, a picture of a people at a sporting event and every single person is wearing a mask and i'm like like what like how is like if how is a hundred years ago people are more responsible than now when like there's science and there's actual evidence to back it up how this is spreading versus like back then you could just admit it all as hearsay like it, it's just like yeah with the age of information people become less ignorant but i mean then people just use that as a reason to be ignorant yeah i agree it's so bizarre to think that like i've, I've seen similar things of people like like you have to wear a mask or like how did they know that 100 years ago when you know like there was no like <laughs> cell phones and internet not like not even close you know like no one had tvs like electricity was just starting to come to fruition like cars were like barely there was no airplanes like there are today you know back in the early 1900s it's just un unreal like how as a society we have so much more information and should be so much smarter and like it's like we're dumber mm -hmm. yeah i definitely agree with that it's it's it is what it is. <laughs> so I'm really interested to hear what your experience has been the last couple of weeks um, with school because I remember like the first few weeks of college for me um, were totally different than like even the second month of college. Um, like it was like almost like being in a different school because like for the first couple of weeks everyone was super excited no one's classes really kicked in so i remember like i was meeting new people and going to you know different social events and like we were going to like the women's soccer games just because like it was something to do and it was fun and it was cool and all the football games and you know like we were going downtown and hanging out with people um taking a bus just exploring like it was like exciting and then once, you know, the semester started to kick off and everybody started getting into their classes, it obviously changed quite a bit. You know, people weren't nearly as friendly and I wasn't meeting people as much. It was more so like focused on school. So what has your experience kind of been there? I mean, uh, I think I, I'm definitely 
happy I'm a freshman now because I feel like I mean even then I'm at the age where I could be a sophomore right now but I think being a freshman is is kind of nice because I mean that way I I mean yeah I would have experienced my first half of my freshman year and I would have been able to do you know go to Penn State football games and go to Penn State women's soccer games but like then I would have known what life was like before COVID at college and now all I know is COVID at college so it's like it's kind of like this like medium where like I'll have to be I'm in college now with COVID but later down the line maybe I'll be in college without COVID and then I can learn the experience experiences there but I mean in terms of like my personal experiences I mean it's weird like like I have roommates that go out every night well not roommates like people next to me uh, in like rooms not my actual roommate uh, they go out every night and they party like every I guess everything for them like it doesn't matter they want they want the normal college life and like they're the reason why we're getting sent home in a week or two weeks or so uh, I mean, in terms of my personal experience, it's been, I don't know, I feel like it's muted from what I've talked to sophomores and juniors and seniors. Uh, I mean, there's no sporting events, there's barely any social events. I mean, like, everything you do is like a calculated risk almost, like going out, I mean, it's like a lot more is on your mind. But um, I definitely feel that that uh, what you were saying in the beginning, like some things are definitely still the same. Like it's kind of we're kind of in like this grace period right now where like, yeah, like people are taking classes, but like it feels a lot like high school. Like it's pretty laid back because everybody's just like moving into things. My homework is really light. I don't have a lot of homework this weekend. You know, I'm just kind of waiting for things to kick in, kick into gear. I think that's a really interesting perspective to like realize that as a sophomore it honestly might have been harder because you had all of that happen in a real college experience and then it got taken away from you so it's like interesting I think that it might be easier this way going into it like this and then it getting better I never really thought about it like that yeah I would much I would much rather it be this way because I mean you definitely feel for the seniors like that sucks yeah, yeah. like it's like uh it's what, I mean, like, knowing what life was like without COVID at college, I'd feel like, I'd feel like shit right now. But, like, me, it's all I've known, so, like, I'm content with it. I'm happy where I'm at right now, hmm. regardless of what life would be without COVID. I mean, I've kind of just accepted it. Like, I've lost so much of my senior year. At this point, I'm kind of just like, all right, fuck it. Like, it's all right. Like, you'll live. Like, we'll go on. Life will go on, and uh, I'll get over it eventually. Hopefully, I get a year without COVID, and I can go to some Penn State football games. But, I mean, if not, like, it is what it is. Like, can't do anything about it. And I think just, like, accepting the position that you're in and is, like, a big part of just, like, being a college student. Yeah, I think, like, a lot of those selfish 
kids that you were describing that like want that normal college experience like what they don't realize is like there's going to be weeks where you don't do anything and nothing's going on because it's just like midterms or you know there's extracurriculars and it's just like there's not going to be anywhere to go and like you don't need to party for 15 straight weeks like for four years you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like if you like me and tori graduated a semester early so in theory like you could just erase a whole semester of experiences for us i mean obviously people yeah. are, are different but like we didn't get to experience you know like there's lots of different stuff like we could have done thon again we didn't get to do that um and we were just doing other stuff i mean obviously it would have been weird because of covid because half the semester got cut off <laughs> But, yeah, it was um, crazy. I remember, like, like, everyone was like, why would you graduate early? And then they basically had the same college experience as us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they paid way more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just really interesting. Like, I don't know. I just, people are just so different and crazy people don't, in my eyes. People think they're, like, gonna miss out on so much. But in reality, like, yeah, it's not like that. <laughs> yeah, it's not like yeah, that like, at all. Yeah, like, I think, like, the, what you said is, like, really wise, Xander, and I think it's, like, really valuable, and I wish there was, like, more people that could understand that. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you are going to miss out on some things, like, and some experiences that would happen the, this week or next week, but, like, you're still going to get to experience them. Like, you still have three full seasons, you know, plus as an alumni. Um, and you've already gotten to go to a bunch of games and stand in the student section mm-hmm. you know what exactly, i mean yeah so like you didn't you did miss out but you've also gained other experiences that other people haven't and like it's not the worst yeah and it could be a lot worse it could be way worse i could not be on campus right now and i could have absolutely nothing but i mean like you just got to be thankful for what's given to you and regardless if i'm paying thirteen thousand dollars a semester for it like i mean like penn state is being very uh money hungry and like it just feels like they're like the rest of corporate america right now like they're just waiting until in the the housing contract stipulates that they can't give us a refund anymore to send us home like like why does a school with a two billion dollar endowment need to worry about money like it's it's uh, again, it's this whole idea of America and being a, a very pockets full centered economy. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm really hoping that eventually we can move away from that and get with get in tune with the rest of the world. You know, like all of Europe, and mm-hmm. even some parts of Asia have like you know the universal health care and they care about people and their lives and. Instead of just money, money, money. Yeah, outside of like China. Um. All right. So I think I I I don't know if I want to do this every single time, but I think it would be really interesting, especially for the first one, to kind of wrap up with. Um. Each of us can kind of go through, and I think it would be really interesting. Me and Tori did this a little bit to answer. Where do you think that you'll be in five years, ten years, and twenty-five years? Like, what do you think? like life will be like what do you think your position will be um what do you think will be going on uh, i can go first if you guys want some time to think yeah sure uh so me personally five years would be 2025 
I would hopefully be back in the Philadelphia suburbs. I think we will have traveled a fair bit over the last um, few years, you know, gotten different experiences. Like, obviously, right now we're in uh, the Detroit suburbs. So maybe go to different suburbs or different cities. I think that would be cool and kind of get my experiences out now before I, I settle in. Um, 10 years hopefully will be 2030. It's crazy how 2020 seemed like. I remember buying like Madden 2008 when it first came out. And I was like, oh, it's like brand new, like 2008. Like, that's weird <laughs> to think. You know what I mean? And now it's like 12 years later, 2020. And it's like, what happened to the 2010s? And it's crazy. Decades fly by. Um, 2030 be a whole new decade. I'm I'm hoping that's when the state of the world will be like more stabilized. We can a lot of the, uh, the old people will have moved on from <laughs> their <current laughs> their earthly plane, and um, we can start to work towards a lot of the progressive ideas and you know turn the freaking uh, environment around because right now it's just terrible and hopefully technology will have 10 more years of advancement cause 10 years ago before it's not too late yeah um because a lot of interesting things are going to happen this decade with like you know the pace of technology um the whole like mission to mars which would be like a whole nother thing um technology in general um health uh like how much progress we've made in 10 years and hope what's going to be another 10 years you know it's it'll it's like crazy like it's going to be science fiction um 25 years will be how old will i'll be 55 <laughs> <laughs> or no. 45 45 um i sorry i was just thinking of 2030 to 2055 but it'll be 2045 um See, that's just like who even knows. Hopefully, I'll have a pretty stable job. You know, found something that I want. I think like I'm hoping right now. I have no idea like what I want to do in life, and it's weird to think that like by the time I'm 45, I will have been doing whatever. You know, hopefully, what I wanted to do for the last 25 years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Today's the first day of like the rest of your life. You know, um, but like. Just like how we are now, like it feels like we're in the future of our old selves. That will be like the present, you know, and this will seem like the past. So it'll be like weird to think like that will happen one day, regardless of if I know what I want to do or where I want to be right now. So like something will happen. It's just like yeah, like yeah, what would be it be? Stuck in this limbo forever. Yeah, I really hope that like we're really solid. Like I, I like. All of Europe, for the most part, minus like maybe UK and like Spain a little bit, um, is like where I want America to go towards. Like you know, like all of the like Netherlands, Sweden, Norway, uh, all Scandinavian countries are all just so happy. Um, they they Germany. have such like different values. Yeah, and I'm hoping that like they obviously weren't like that always. Like when we went to Amsterdam, like, everybody was biking, and everybody just seemed, like, happy, and there was, like, electric cars, and it's just, like, I'm hoping that as a society, we can, like, work towards that, and see that, like, they are happy, so, like, why, like, even if it takes 10 years of misery for the rest of your life to be happy, like, why would you not do that, like, invest in clean energy, and, you know, the community, and stuff like that, so I think that's, like, the biggest thing that I'd like to see happen, if 
by the time that I'm 45. Mm-hmm. I guess I can go now because ours will probably be pretty similar. Um, it's just crazy to think like we're in Michigan right now. And if you had told me even two years ago that we would be in Michigan, I'd be like, what are you talking about? So it's really strange to think where will we be 5, 10, 25 years because we can plan only so much for what we want and it could just turn so turn out so differently um but anyways five years I would agree hopefully we'll be back in the uh Philly suburbs so we'll be 27 maybe buying a house at that point who knows depending on the financial state of the world um but five years yeah hopefully I mean I would love to have a job where I can work remote part of the time I don't think I would love going into the office every day now especially like thinking about how the fact that like it's so nice to just be able to eat lunch on the balcony for like 30 minutes you know I just hope that the world shifts to that too and that like I never have to go into an office for 40 hours a week again um so yeah hopefully like a job in the Philadelphia suburb area not in Philly but like the suburbs um 10 years, totally, 32. Um, probably a very similar situation. I would say definitely, like, have a house by then. And maybe start, I guess, start a family, have young children. But hopefully be, like, in a happy, stable job where I can stay for a few years. Because, um, I mean, like, in five years, maybe it'll be a job that, like, I'm just doing because it was offered to me, but hopefully in 10 years, it'll be a job that I actually like enjoy and I'm willing to stick with while my kids are growing up. And then 25 years, 47. Oh my God, that's so weird to think about. We're going to be so old. It's like how old our parents are. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, hopefully like I, Spencer, we talked about this a little bit, like we'll have lived in like that area for a little while. Like I want to give back to the community and the world in some way. And at, at that point, like, cause right now it's really hard to do that because we're trying to like build our own financial stability and like work on ourselves. I would like to help other people at that point in my life, like volunteer in some sort of way. I don't know if I'll have gone back to school or what, but I would like to find a new interest that can help other people by that time, point. Um, alright, let's see, five years, I will be 24, jeez, um, alright, well hopefully I would have just graduated college within the past year or two. Hopefully, um, <laughs> I think you at will. At this point, I th at this point I have no idea, um, I think, I, I think what I'm focused on now is just, you know, finding a job which I can, I can see myself at for the rest of my life. I think that's my number one priority. Because, I mean, I just see, I see my dad, and I see the position he's put himself in. And, I mean, he's the most selfless person I know. Just to, like, be able to get up every day and do something that you don't like to support your family is, is just, uh, it's unbelievable to me. And, I mean... I respect him for that, but I don't want to, I want to learn from him. I want to be, I want to put myself in a position where I wake up every day and I don't dread going to work. I want to enjoy myself uh, 
in 15 years I will be uh, 10 years 10 years 10 years I will be 29 um you know again just like doing what I love and you know hopefully uh finding someone that I want to spend the rest of my life with and you know just like creating financial stability for myself and my possible future children um yeah i don't know in terms of like age difference what i want to do but i mean you know just like finding a passion and exploiting that to the maximum uh where, where do you think you'll be located like a year out of college two years versus five or ten years um, I think a year out of college, I'll definitely probably be somewhere more local than where I will be 10 years from now, because I feel like 10 years from now, I'll have a lot more experience in whatever industry I'll go into, whether it be cybersecurity or computer science or something along those lines. So I feel like probably 10 years from now, I'll be like, I don't know, somewhere like on the West Coast or... Uh, some major city that mm, has a lot of technological need or some big company something like that but definitely just being located more locally earlier because I feel like it's just easier I have more connections about where I'm from from here even though Penn State and their alumni network is absolutely ginormous um, versus what is it 25 years Yeah, 25 years uh, it's like mid forties. Yeah, so I would be forty-four. Um, hopefully, I mean, I'm not alone. <laughs> I mean, I I I enjoy being alone right now. I am very introverted. I'm very, um, you know, I like being by myself. I'm content being by myself, but I don't want to spend the rest of my life that way. So definitely, like, hopefully finding someone to spend the rest of my life with, uh, possibly uh, settling down, having kids, and just, you know, like, owning a house, you know, get that real estate game going. Um, where, where would you want to settle down, you think? Or do you care? Or do you want to stay in, like, Pennsylvania? Or would I mean, you like, this, see like, yourself anywhere? This uh, area is so good, I feel like. Like, the Wissick and area like that, I, I enjoy very much. Like, I feel uh, they definitely adequately provided me with what I needed to get through and to college and such. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm open to anything. I could be I could be anywhere. Like, you guys said, like, like Tori said, if... Uh, somebody told you that you're going to Michigan, you'd you'd laugh at them in their face. And I feel like if someone told me I'd where I'll end up, I'll probably would have done the same thing. It's hard to say, but I feel like definitely, as of now, I would definitely lean towards being much more local to mom and dad, and most likely Nathan and you guys. So yeah, I think that's it's uh, a good good place for where I want to be right now but like definitely you know hopefully by then you know I don't it's not up to the will of the people to give back to society and like the government is doing that but I mean of course I'm still going to give back to society regardless of my financial position 
whether it be, you know, donating or starting my own charity or becoming like a philanthropist or whatever it may be, uh, you know, just realizing that you're only, I'm only where I'm at today because of society and you should really uh, just give back regardless of what, where you're at currently financially and even mentally almost, but I think, yeah, just, you know, just being happy is probably my number one priority, just being that happy. That definitely wasn't my priority in college, and it was like work 100 hours a week and be rich, but now it's shifted to be happy. myself with people who I enjoy and yeah, just be happy. <laughs> So I think uh, if, you, if you're going to live life being miserable, what the fuck is the point? Like, there's yeah. no point to living life if you're just every day you wake up and you're like, ah, fuck, I got to do this again or I got to do that again. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's just like realizing the position you're in and accepting it and just making the most out of it. That's that's my priority right now. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to wrap up with, Tori or Xander? Um, not really, I don't think so. You guys want to, like, make some, I don't know when we'll listen to this. We're doing, like, some sort of, like, time capsule thing. <laughs> but I think it would be cool, like, if we made some predictions, like, like I don't know, like, same idea, like, 5, 10, 25 years into the future. Like, what, what we think will become, like, mainstream in, like, terms of inventions and, like... <laughs> Ideologies. Uh, and, uh, like, I think that space will travel will be a thing within maybe not five years, but 25 years. I think like there will be like, like just like how you can buy a flight to like China right now. I think you could get a flight for the right price to and go to like the moon for like a weekend. Mm -hmm. I feel like that'll yeah. be the future. Yeah, I think like. Like, I don't know, like, flying cars, like, you know, like, stuff you always, you always see in, like, the science fiction books. I think, like, like, something like Ready Player One will probably be, like, mainstream. Yeah. Like, some sort of VR, like, mega. Yeah, I think everyone thinks, like, VR is gonna take over soon. Gamescape. Because it's, like, you yeah. basically plug in and you're actually there, you know? I think that, like, society is definitely gonna, um, I forget what the word is. It's like where like uh like AI basically does like all like the manual work and then like humans are left to do like the more like thought intensive work. Yeah, like Spencer like what Avery's company does, I think that's like literally the future. Like all those types of jobs like people who deliver yeah. groceries and stuff I think will everything all be will be automated. Automated and I think we'll yeah. have like zero dependence on like gasoline and like everything will be electric and like autom automated uh autopilot like on cars mm -hmm. like i think that'll just be like every car you know yeah it'll be like virtually zero deaths from like car crashes because mm -hmm. they just won't yeah occur. exactly because um, that's like the whole idea of like big data is like once you understand everything and every situation like you can just make it automatic and everything will be as efficient as possible and like that's how you take the next step up is making it efficient and doing it at 100% because like right now they said like people only work like at like 50% efficiency which is crazy like if you were fully committed to like like in high school if I like went home studied until I went to sleep 
fell asleep, woke up, went to school, and then like did the same thing, you know, like how smart would I be? Like how much would I have been able to learn? Obviously, it's no way to live, but like at work, you're getting paid to work, and people are only working at fifty percent efficiency. It's really crazy. I hope college is more affordable. <laughs> yeah, I think there's gonna be a huge like every collegiate revolution. Yeah, I think so. I think that'll be sooner education. than twenty-five years. I hope. Yeah. I'm hoping that somebody pretty, you know crazy you'll get into office and redistribute the wealth and yeah <laughs> power and make Redo it so like America. you know like ceos like like minimum wage like yeah everything needs like we almost need, need to like start clean you know yeah. yeah like start a new country start with new laws and everything it's just like it's, it's like how excel was built on code that's like kind of not like wrong but it has like errors in it so you can do the same two formulas in two different ways and get two different answers some of the foundation is pretty poor, so it's hard to build on poor like foundation that's like falling over, you know. Yeah, like mm -hmm. I, I think it was like uh, I can't remember what country it was, but like they they have like some something where they can just like the, like the people trigger it and like every single political position goes up for grabs and like everything is what you vote for, and like something like that be I feel pretty cool. Obviously, it's pretty radical, but yeah. Like, something where you can just, like you said, just have, like, a clean slate, just start fresh. Because, I mean, like, goddamn, is our country fucked up right now? And, like, every day it gets worse and worse, and it's harder to pull ourselves out of it because of the people that are in office right now. And the people, it's, the Constitution says it's up to the will of the people, but I mean, like, of course, like, how far, how far do the politicians have to take it for the people to start standing up and i think like that's what we're starting to see we're starting to see the beginnings of a, a cultural and political revolution within america and like uh just glad to be living in the uh, glad to be living in the time i am but like also hate it at the same time i totally agree all right uh if you guys don't have anything else i think that was pretty good Thanks for uh, taking the time to do this, Xander. Of course. First I think guest. It'll, it'll be pretty interesting to see uh, how everything evolves. And it's like the future is, it is the future right now, but eventually it will be the present and it's coming sooner than you think. It's pretty uh, crazy to think about, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, if you guys don't have anything else, I think we're good. Peace out. Uh, I think people will still say peace out. <laughs>